twelve er, yud beis er, tzaddik, his praise, three sixteen. There was one person who had not been with the Rebbe for several years. The Rebbe took him to task for it and said, "Was not the whole world created only to follow and minister to this man?" Shabbat thirty b. This being the case, every single person is obliged to add his help and strength and be part of this tzaddik's following. There are some people who become part of the following of the tzaddik through their prayers or their fear of heaven. This is their way of strengthening and helping the tzaddik. Others give him money or help his holy mission in other ways, and this is their way of becoming part of his following. But as for you, as far as I can see, you are no use to the world at all, because you contribute nothing to the following of this tzaddik. 3.17 Someone told me that the Rebbe once said, There are messengers in Yiddish, shtopten, who go about from one person to a second, from the second to a third, and so on, until eventually the matter reaches the tzaddik. From all the trees and herbs, and indeed from everything in the world, there go forth messengers who pass from one person to the next and the next and the next, until eventually the matter finds its way to the ear of the true tzaddik. When the message reaches him, he is able to use it to get advice about ways for him to serve God. This is the meaning of the statement of the rabbis that the whole world was created only litzavot to follow this man, Shabbat, thirty b. Litzavot also bears the sense of advice. In other words, the whole world was only created to advise this man. For the six hundred and thirteen mitzvot are referred to in the Zohar as six hundred and thirteen pieces of advice, and this is what is expressed in the word litzavot to advise. The Rebbe added that what he had said about the messengers who go about until the message reaches the true tzaddik refers only to advice about how he should carry out his service. As for the tzaddik's service itself, however, it is something so exalted and hidden that even the angels and seraphim do not understand it. Only God himself knows. The whole following of the tzaddik, which ministers to him as explained above, may have some connection with the tzaddik in his physical aspect, inasmuch as he too is clothed in a body, but as regards his soul, this is something totally different, exalted above and beyond. There were many other remarkable things which were raised in the course of this conversation. His wisdom, 135. The Rebbe once spoke to a man who was very far from God. He told him that he could help himself by sighing and groaning about his situation. The Rebbe then revealed a lesson on the verse, There is an emptiness... Hevel, to what is done on the earth. Ecclesiastes 8.14 Hevel also means breath or exhalation. When you sigh and groan with desire to return to God, this exhalation, Hevel, breaks the rope, Hevel, of spiritual impurity that binds you and holds you back. You can then be bound up with the holy. See Likutei Moharan 1.109 In a number of later lessons, the Rebbe again explained how precious is a person's sigh. The Kutei Moharan 1, 8, 1, 22, 4, and 56, 9. 136. I heard a further discussion on the lesson appearing in the Kutei Moharan 1, 172, on the verse, The whole earth is filled with his glory, Isaiah 6, 3, from one of my companions. The main thing is to nullify every one of your personality traits. You must strive to do so until you have totally obliterated your ego, rendering it into absolute nothingness before God. Begin with one trait and annihilate it completely. Then work on your other traits, one at a time, until they are totally non-existent. 
As you annihilate your ego, God's glory will begin to shine through and be revealed. It is written, and the earth was alight with his glory. Ezekiel 43.2 God's glory is like light. Immoral behavior. B. 13. A woman who is the object of a sexual advance, even if nothing comes of it, is affected by the suggestion itself. 14. Anyone who closes his eyes so as not to look at evil saves himself from humiliation. 15. Promiscuity leads to murder. 16. Promiscuous behavior with Gentiles leads to apostasy. 17. The daughter of a person whose authority is self-appointed will prostitute herself. 18. Most account keepers are filled with lustful desires. 19. Whoever refrains from staring at women is rewarded with offspring who will author commentaries on the Torah. Menstruation A. 1. A woman with an abnormally heavy menstrual flow will talk a lot. To lessen the flow, she should refrain from appearing beautiful in public, bathe in spring water, and not overly exert herself, and her husband should perform the mitzvah of hand-washing meticulously. She should also avoid getting angry and give charity after her ritual immersion, and her husband should study the tractate Nida and afterwards recite the daily psalm sung in the Holy Temple. And she should wash herself with things brought up from the river's depth, drink goat's milk, scrub herself with a brush of goat's hair when bathing, and perfume herself with frankincense. 1. Lesson number 76. 2. There exists a state known as My Soul Thirsts, Psalms 42.3, wherein a person is like someone who is extremely thirsty and who will drink water even if it is foul. Likewise, in the service of God, there are people who are always thirsty, so to speak, and who constantly study and engage in religious devotions. These people are perpetually thirsty because their souls constantly yearn for the service of God. However, their service is without regularity or intellect, since, at times, neglecting Torah study is the way to fulfill the Torah. Menachot 99b And as it is expressed in the verse, it is time to do for God, they have breached your Torah. Psalms 119-126 The main cause of this thirst is that such people are in a state of constricted consciousness, and they do not merit any rejuvenation or renewal of their mental faculties. They are as blind people in their service of God, and the blind cannot be satiated, as our sages of blessed memory taught. Yoma 74b Consequently, these people cannot satiate their souls, nor quench their thirst in the service of God. This is the advantage of being close to tzaddikim, for through this attachment a person's service of God gains vision and intellect, so that then it has the time limits and regularity that it should, as opposed to this quality of insatiable thirst. Therefore, a person must endeavor to draw close to the tzaddikim, because even one who constantly studies and engages in the service of God does not know how to conduct himself in his devotions without the tzaddik. 3. When a person repents out of love, no trace whatsoever remains of his sins. Then he merits to pray and to study with a lucid mind, what is called expanded consciousness. And then he is able to pray as he should, and to study, and to understand, without having to delve deeply. He also merits to renew and to rejuvenate his mental faculties every day. Lesson number 77 1. As a general rule, Everything that we do, both in prayer and in Torah study, 
is all in order that God's kingship should be revealed, the master of prayer. Another faction maintained that the main goal was joy. When a child is born, people are joyous. When there is a wedding, they are joyous. When they conquer a land, they are joyous. Therefore, the goal of everything is joy. They therefore sought a man who was always happy. He would be closest to the goal and was best qualified to be king. They went and found a heathen wearing a filthy shirt and carrying a bottle of whiskey. A number of heathens were following him. Since he was very drunk, this heathen was very happy. When they saw that this heathen was very happy and had no worries, he was very good in their opinion, since he had attained the goal of joy. They accepted him as their king. One can be sure that he led them in the straight path. They also chose a land which was conducive to their concept. It was a place of vineyards and the like, which they could use to make wine. Out of the seeds they made brandy, so that nothing would go to waste. Their main goal was to become drunk and thus always be happy. Actually, of course, this had nothing to do with their concept of joy, since they had nothing for which to be happy. Still, they felt that they were attaining their goal by being happy even though they had no reason. They therefore chose a land conducive to this, and they went and settled. Letter number 161, Monday, Chayasara, 5595, Breslov. Greetings to my beloved son, our teacher, Rabbi Yitzchak. May his light shine. I received a letter from you just now, in addition to the one I got on Sunday. What you wrote there about patience really inspired me. Thank God, who has helped us until now, that the Rebbe's awesome words are beginning to shine in you and to affect you positively. Even if it is still only in a very small and limited way, I was nonetheless extremely happy about this first great sprouting of salvation. Because this is exactly what the Rebbe wanted. His whole wish and goal was that you should live his teachings in practice and fulfill them according to their simple meaning. He wanted people to understand what was implied in his words and to constantly glean advice for themselves. Whatever is happening with a person at any time, day or night, when he lies down or when he gets up, when he is walking on the way, young, middle-aged or old, from his beginning to his end, in personal matters, in domestic matters, in his behavior towards his wife, his children, those close to him and those distant from him, with his friends and with his enemies, God forbid, there is absolutely nothing about which we cannot find sound advice and direction for ourselves in the Rebbe's words. And this applies whether a person is down, God forbid, or up, on every level and in every place that a person can reach in his life. Someone who understands this to some extent, fine. One who doesn't understand, or even understands a little, when he reaches a point where he cannot understand, he must always believe beyond the shadow of doubt that whatever is happening with him and with the entire world, and everything that he hears people talking about, that it is all there within the Rebbe's lessons, stories, and holy conversations. Through this belief, a person will be able, according to his own mind and his own spiritual level, to find what he needs in the Rebbe's books. His thoughts are very, very deep indeed, and anyone can encourage himself with them for eternal life, forever and ever. Happy are we who has merited this. Year 2, letter number 395, with thanks to God, Thursday, Teitze, 5602, Uman. My beloved son, may he live. I arrived here last Monday night, and I found your letters and the greetings from Reb Sh. May his light shine. I also received a letter from you through Rav Nachman in Teravitsa, and yesterday I received your letter with the letter from Lvov. I heard your cry loud and clear, and I had intended to answer you, but it is impossible right now. 
Perhaps God will present another opportunity before Rosh Hashanah when I will be able to write you at a little greater length. You are already well acquainted with the fact that no day is like any other and that a person's evil urge is renewed in him daily. This is a result of the judgments which are aroused every day. But the measure of good is greater because God's kindnesses are never-ending and His compassion never ceases. They are new every morning. God's kindnesses come forth anew with each morning and through this, God will not abandon us to His, the evil urge's hands. Therefore, a person must fortify himself anew every day and hope and wait for God to help him and save him, literally anew. For every day is narrow at its beginning and wide at its end, as explained in the lesson Rabbi Shimon began, Likutei Moharan 1, 69, and also in another place, Likutei Moharan 2, 4, 8. This is the mystical meaning of the shofar, as in, from the straits I cried out to God. He answered me with his expansion and relief. All the hardships, sorrows, confusions, and barriers which every person experiences are all bound up with this idea. It constantly seems to a person every day that he has never endured a time such as this, and sometimes this is partially true. But he does not possess the understanding to realize that a greater measure of kindness is generated anew at the very same time. For, if God had not helped me, my soul would immediately have dwelt in the grave. When I said, My foot has slipped, your kindness, God, supported Shemot me. Hatzadikim. Rav Huna Bar Bizna, Huna Mar Bar Maremar, Rav Huna Midiskarta, Rav Huna Hakohin Ben Moshe Bar Atzur, Rabbi Abba Huna Hakohin Birabi Avin, Rav Huna Father of Zeira Hakohin, Rav Huna Bar Avin, Rav Huna Bar Natan, Rav Huna Brother of Ravachai, Rabbi Hureni Achui de Rabbi Shmuel Bar Susarte, Rabbi Hurkanus Birabi Eliezer Ben Hurkanus, Rabbi Hoshea Bar Yair, Rav Hinak, Hillel Hazakain. Hillel Barabi Gamliel, Rabbi Hillel Bimiman, Rabbi Hillel Hanasi, Barabi Yehuda Nesia, Rabbi Hillel, Rabbi Hillel Ben Pazi, Rabbi Hillel Barabi Valas, Rabbi Hillel Kafri, Hillel Achua de Rabbi Gamliel Zavega, Rabbi Hillel Bered Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani, Hillel Bar Nachman, Rabbi Hillel Bar Hileni, Rabbi Hillel Bar Berechia, Rabbi Hillel Chaver Rav Ashi, Bar Hamduri, Rabbi Hamuna Sava, Rabbi Hamuna Sava in the Zohar, Rav Hamnuna, there were two of them. Rav Hamnuna Zuti, Rav Hamnuna Bereder Rav Yosef, Rav Hamnuna Bereder Ravami Prashrunya, Rav Hamnuna Safra, Rav Hamnuna Bereder Rav Adabarava. One prayer number one forty five two sixty six. By means of the holy mitzvah of Sukkot, help us rejoice greatly on Simchat Torah, to complete learning the Torah and begin it again in great joy and gladness, to be happy and delighted in the Torah, for it is our strength and light. Every year, help us fulfill the mitzvah of Sukkot completely until we receive the Torah from there every year because the Torah emerges from the Sukkot. As a result of our entering the Sukkot, may the Torah be made from every one of us. Torah, Israel, and the Holy One, blessed be He, are all one. The Sukkot-Shavuot Connection By means of the holy mitzvah of Sukkot, draw unto us the holiness of the festival of Shavuot, the holiness of the month of Sivan, the holiness of receiving the Torah. Master of the world, our needs are many and without measure, and our mind is too small to explain and express a thousandth or even a ten thousandth of them. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name and compassionately fulfill our requests for the good. Help us fulfill the mitzvah of Sukkah in its time completely so that we will attain everything that we have requested of you. 
May we not cause the premature death of animals and wild beasts, heaven forbid. But may we always derive our sustenance from the energy from man that is drawn from the level of sukkah. Building a house in every way. Spread the sukkah of your peace over us always. Hide us in the shadow of your wings. Then, when an individual must engage in construction, doing so will not harm him at all. Guard us and shield us with the power of the holiness of the sukkah that your nation, the Jewish people, keeps, so that we will attain a house with true wisdom for the sake of your name only. May our house be one in which we increase Torah and prayer, in which we speak many words of Torah and prayer as we were taught to do by our holy rabbis. May we draw into our house an abundance of good, blessing, compassion, life, and all true good forever, material and spiritual, in this world and in the world to come. In your vast compassion, give us great abundance for all our expenses and needs connected to building our house. May we not experience any poverty or lack as a result of building our house. May the construction not overwhelm us, heaven forbid, and not distract us at all from truly serving you. Send every individual the wood that is appropriate for his house. May the planks be arranged in the building in in the order that they were meant to have from the six days of creation. Bring everything about for the good, so that the building will be only for the good and always for us, for our children, and for all our descendants. You who are filled with compassion, you alone know all that is involved in buildings and how many dangers are involved in constructing them. But you know how necessary it is to build a house, because it is impossible to live outdoors. In particular, a Jew needs a house to serve you, to celebrate the Shabbat and festivals, to have guests, and to raise his children to learn Torah. What will a creature of flesh and blood do, a creature carved from clay, with an animalistic awareness, especially as I am today, in order to intend to truly do your will in this and in all matters? Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Help us always act in accordance with your will in truth. Hashem will complete matters on my behalf. Hashem, your kindness is forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. May the verse be realized for us. Hashem will guard you from all evil. He will guard your soul. Hashem will guard your going out and your coming in, now and forever. Hurry and swiftly redeem us and build our beautiful temple. May the verse be realized in us. I will bring them to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted upon my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.